Well, hello everyone and welcome to or welcome back to Locked On Flames. We have some games to prepare for as the Flames hit the ice against the Seattle Kraken. Plus, who might be the shoe-in for Oliver Shillington as he remains in Sweden with his family during this leave of absence. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I work with the PHFPA, which is uh, the Premier Hockey Federation's Players Association, working with women's hockey. And thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode. I have a new mic, so we're testing that out. So if you have any feedback, um, leave it in the comments on YouTube or... um, Tweet at me at Jess Belmosto and make sure that you're subscribed and tuning into Locked On Flames because we are back every single day now that training camp has started and the season is right ahead of us. Who else is very excited for that? Because, you know, I feel like the, <laughs> the Flames summer wasn't uh, too quiet, but when, when it is a quiet summer, I feel like we're all itching for summer to be over and It was a very exciting summer for the Flames and can't say enough about it. But let's talk about what the Flames have going on right now. And that would be training camp. And of course, tonight they are going to face off against the Seattle Kraken. And it was day six of training camp, which means we are getting closer and closer to a finalized roster. I just, I looked at the calendar today and realized it was September 27th and Wow, we are terribly close <laughs> to the home opener against the Colorado Avalanche. And I'm so excited for that. I think it's going to be a blast. And, you know, it'll be the secondary group suiting up against Seattle tonight. And these are the players that are fighting for this for a roster spot. Tonight's game is kind of going to be, um, or I take tonight's game to be a prove-it-to-me Or, you know, go make something of yourselves, leave a standing, you know, make an impression, leave an impression, be a standout player tonight, like do something that sets you apart and not in a bad way. Uh, Game for these guys, we we aren't seeing uh, Kadri or, or, sorry, Kadri or Tanev tonight. Uh, It makes sense. They're vets. Why would they suit up this early? And it doesn't, I I don't know, I don't know if Chris Tanev is going to be back to start the regular season, which is fine. Let him rest a little bit more. Let someone else in our plethora of defensemen (laughs) get a chance at the NHL level and see how that goes. But, uh, you know, it kind of sounds like the next game is going to be a more vet-heavy game. Uh, tonight's lineup is, it or uh, yeah, tonight's lineup is definitely an interesting one because you know you have the PTO guys, you have the AHL guys, and of course you have um, just some guys that are just along for the ride, just camp invites. But 
tonight, you this is definitely a more AHL PTO roster. Um, you have to have two vets on your roster to start the game and uh, or like in a lineup. And I'm gonna assume that the two vets here are Dylan Dubé and Dan Vladar. Uh, because that's just what this looks like at this roster. I don't know if you can count PTO guys as vets, but that again, that is just my opinion. I, I don't know. And I am we're gonna talk more about this game and this roster and you know what to look for during this game a little bit later in the show, but like I mentioned earlier, I do think that this is going to have to be a prove yourself game for these guys because, you know, there there are a few, va- very few vacancies in this Flames roster, but the ones that are open, you, you really, really have to prove yourself and show everyone in the organization why your NHL caliber talent and why you should be starting your season uh, with the Calgary Flames and not with the Wranglers or searching for another team to sign you because you're a free agent. And I think, I don't know. I think that there are a few different ways that this goes. And I'm going to talk more about that next, but there, there are certainly players on here, like on this roster, uh, like Cody Eakin. Do I think that Cody Eakin is going to make a true difference at the NHL level? No. But do I think that he could be one of the fourth line grinders that Daryl Sutter loves? Yes, 100%. So, you know, maybe they do a two-way contract with that, with him. And I think that Sonny Milano is you know, kind of destined to make this team out of camp. <laughs> I think that, that is very obvious. But, you know, there. while it still is the preseason, there's obviously still that business side of things going on, and you have to keep that in mind. Uh, this might be, you know, a last-ditch effort for some of these players, and it is just something we need to think about as we move forward in training camp and as the roster starts to become more solidified. But coming up next, we are going to talk about which players really do have something to prove because, you know, these are some of these names just make sense why they're under the radar or not, or they're on the radar, not under the radar, (laughs) why they're on the radar a little bit more than some other names on here. But let's take a minute to talk about our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net has all of the latest odds, news, and scores waiting for you. And they are right at your fingertips at BetOnline.net. They have the latest news from the NHL, NBA, MLB, uh, eSports, golf, and of course the NHL. You can never, ever, ever get too much news when it comes to sports. You know, you're here with us at Locked On, so definitely check out BetOnline.net. Dot net and of course bet responsibly and that's bet online where the game begins make sure that you're subscribed to locked on flames wherever you're getting this podcast i would love to hear your thoughts on you know who makes the roster who who doesn't who do we see uh you know end up on a different team because they're just they're 
their PTO didn't work out. Um, and make sure you're subscribed on YouTube so we can talk about that. Uh, this is just a quick side note. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this like little scar thingy. This, um, I was <laughs> making food in the air fryer and I grabbed it and I moved it funny and the basket hit me. So now I'm literally scarred from chicken nuggets. And then the one going down right here, that is from uh, zip tie at work. <laughs> it just looks like an L. Or I guess like if I hold it this way, it's an L. <laughs> but anyways, um, the obvious players that are that have something to prove are obviously the PTO guys. I think that is very obvious and very um, just common knowledge. I don't think that we need to spend forever on that. And, you know, this is a professional tryout for them. This isn't a guaranteed spot. I think for Sonny Milano, it could be. But you never know. You don't know what goes on in locker rooms. And you don't know what conversations are being had off ice or on the ice. And there's, like, this weird perception that Sonny Milano is, like, this horrible locker room guy. And I've talked to people from within the Ducks organization. And I've asked them, like, does this sound right to you? Like, is there any truth to this? I know you work very closely with XYZ, like, have you heard anything? And they say, no, these are all unfounded claims. And it's just people talking and people speculating why uh, he wasn't given a qualifying offer. And so be it. But I think that Sonny Milano would be a very great addition to this team. I think that he has the ability to score and be <laughs> be there in terms of uh, cons a consistent scorer. I was talking with J.D. Hernandez from Locked on Ducks, and it just really sounded like Milano was coming into his own last season. It was his first real season where he wasn't dealing with anything, and he was able to focus on his game, which is always great to hear and to see, and I think his numbers prove that. So... I would love to see him make the team. I I don't see why he wouldn't. I think that he is one of the players that Flames fans wanted in free agency. And it makes sense why. <laughs> but then you have uh, Cody Eakin. And he did score. Sonny Milano did not. And Daryl Sutter is very much a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately kind of coach. And, you know, I while I think Milano would be the, like, smarter decision, I have this feeling that Sutter is going to attempt to revive uh, Cody Eakin and his career. And Sutter has that magic touch. I don't know what it is. But look at what he's done to Brett Ritchie, okay? Brett Ritchie... <laughs> Brett Ritchie is still in the NHL, okay? Please do not ever think you are underqualified for a job. Please apply for the job. And, um, yeah, you know, I think that it's just very – it like, it should not come down to these two making the team. Like, it should not be a hard decision. But it, it depends. What does Cody Eakin get out of his time in Calgary on this PTO? What are they working on? What, like – 
I can see his player card in my head and it's just red, 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 red. So like there's all, you can only go up from there, right? You can only build a player up. And maybe that's what he needed. Maybe he needed a better coach. I don't know, but we are going to, we're going to see. And I, I do think, like, I, I do think that Milano has a stronger chance of making the team, but there's also a vacancy uh, and room for Cody Eakin as well. So you never know what could happen there. And of course, there's AHL players who are or AHL forwards who are trying to make this team as well. And, you know, we hear about it all the time. Jacob Pelletier, Matthew Phillips, Connor Zary, sorry. And, uh, you know, just it, it's there's a crowded forward group in Calgary. And now there's no room because they went out and got uh, Huberto and they went out and got Kadri and they're going to more than likely sign Milano. There's no room for these players to make the jump. They wouldn't have gone out and gotten players if they felt as if players were ready to make the jump. And that's okay. That's okay. Because you know what? Sometimes, especially with the two years that they had to deal with uh, kind of delays in their development when it came to the pandemic, you know, they're... I don't want to say it stunted their development, but it put a little bit, it put it on hold for a little bit and that's okay. Uh, You know, we can use time to make up, we can use this time to make up for that. And there's no reason to rush players who aren't ready. So why would you? And I think that it's uh, Zari and Pelletier, uh, Pelletier who don't need waivers. So they can be sent down to the AHL with no worries. If you're new here, waivers are basically, there's a whole contract situation where in the CBA that, or a clause rather, where it breaks down like when you need your, to be placed on waivers. And if you're in your entry level contract, you don't need it. You won't be placed on waivers. But if you are one year removed from your ELC, then you go on waivers. And then there's a goalie thing. I think it's like less than five appearances. But I could be making that up. Uh, so waivers basically means like, okay, if you're if you're getting sent down to the minors, it's sort of just like a, hey, a team can claim you. Uh, they, there's 24 hours, so 2 p.m. Eastern time to the following day uh they go through the rankings of worst to first and these a team can claim you if they're interested uh or you get sent down to the minors and the situation that comes to my mind immediately is when the Bruins placed Colby Cave on waivers to send him down to the uh AHL but then Edmonton claimed him. So there is kind of that risk there that if a, if an organization feels like they can, you know, squeeze something out of you and you're worth something to them, they'll claim you. So we wouldn't have to worry about that with Zari and Pelletier. Uh, Pelletier. And it's very, it's not like this like high stakes game. Like if a team claims you, a team claims you. Like there's no way around it, but... 
it's easier, obviously, to get sent down when you don't have to worry about that. And it's very, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it, it could, you know, a team has every right to claim you if you're on waivers. So you have to watch out for that. So, like, if Razichka gets sent down, he's on waivers, he might be of great value to another team. And you always have to worry about that. You kind of have to, like, hold your breath and see if your team, one, claims anyone, but number two, if someone gets claimed. And then that's a whole different thing. That's a whole other story. But there is something a little bit deeper here. Uh, (laughs) There is a crowded blue line, which we have talked about all summer long. We have talked about this. And if you're new here, the Flames have 11 defensemen under contract right now, and uh, that's that's too many. <laughs> but apparently, Meloche was told that he had an opportunity to fill the role of Eric Goodbranson. Now, I think that's fair. And you would be the sixth defenseman. So we're really looking for a sixth and seventh defenseman here, right? Because Oliver Shillington is out until who knows? Who knows when he's dealing? Like I said, he's back in Sweden dealing with a family issue. Um, The organization made it clear that it is not substance abuse, which is or substance related, which thank you. But I don't know if any of our minds would have gone there had you not mentioned that so you know they are looking to fill that spot of course and then you know you need a seventh defenseman because what happens if you dress 11 forwards and seven defensemen right you can do that um I I do worry about who could fill this spot because I think that again you need someone who could not maybe not take as many penalties and uh, limit those and not be a liability out on the ice. And I think Huso Valimaki is just, I don't know if he's ready. I don't know if he's matured enough to get to that point where we aren't sitting here and saying him and Sutter are still beefing it out. Connor Mackey also has a chance to make the roster. And I think it would be uh, a, sh- a disservice to him if we don't give him another shot. Also, uh, Michael Stone, is he going to be offered another contract? This would be his fifth contract with the Flames. Um, because if you remember, he did have to get bought out because he was dealing with medical issues. And then he just he keeps coming back on PTOs and then gets signed to a contract. And when you're a contract. So you have Meloche, Mackey. Valimaki all hoping to get that spot. There's only two spots. And this isn't a trio. This is a duo. So you only need two players. And I'm hoping that we do um we do see some good performances tonight from the defensemen that are fighting for a spot. I think it they're doing themselves a disservice if they don't go out there and put their best foot forward. So, you know, we're just going to have to see who steps up. And if the pressure is too much for someone, I don't want to ever <laughs> 
suggest that that's the case because I don't think it I don't think that it is for anyone on the flames but coming up next we're gonna talk about what to watch for within tonight's game because you should always be looking for something I want to see high pace high energy I want to see players fighting for their lives like this is the Hunger Games. Now, I'm not talking – don't go out there and stab someone with your skate, please. That We don't need to do that. Um, that's just not what I mean in the slightest, so don't, don't twist my words here. <laughs> um, I want to see someone who is willing to play that full 60, who has the stamina, who has the hockey IQ to play against – this Seattle roster because Seattle is putting out uh, what they could be going with on an opening night. You have Shane Wright, who's going to be so much fun to watch. You have Yanni Gord, Vince Dunn, Jamie Alessiak, uh, Jared McCann, Jaden Schwartz, Jordan Aberly. Like, there's a good amount of NHL caliber talent performing or performing playing tonight. And then you look at the Flames roster. Uh, and you have Gerdansk, who I've never heard of, who is a goalie that they're starting. Uh, Nick DeSimone, Jan Kuznetsov, uh, Dennis Dennis Gilbert. Matthew, oh, Matthew Phillips is playing. Like uh, Adam Klap, Klapka, Walker Dewar, Cole Schwint, Lucas Siona. Like there's just players on this team that looks like or names on this roster that looks like they just went out and found random men on the street. But and th- I'm interested to see how this goes because they have Grubauer and Net tonight, and they're going to split the start. Again, these are just rehab starts for him. And tonight, I really want to see some solid goal scoring. I want to see these AHL players who are coming in as some of the best scorers in the league live up to that. I want to see them make that transition a realistic expectation. And, you know, Walker Dewar is in the lineup. And I think that he's the still a dark horse to make this team as well. I want to see these young players come out here and step up and rise to the occasion. <laughs> I, I look at this Kraken roster that they're rolling out and I'm a little... <laughs> I want to say nervous. It's the preseason, but there's a chance that the Flames get dunked on a little bit tonight because of, you know, Yanni Gord. Time in Tampa was not fondly remembered by opponents. So, you know, he was on that third line with Point, Point, and Coleman, and it was just one of the best lines to watch and one of the most fun lines to watch if you weren't playing them. So. I am interested. I want, I'm kind of excited to watch Shane Wright. I want to see what we get there. Uh, Maddie Beniers is not in the lineup. I'm very interested to see where this goes and how this group does tonight against a more veteran heavy roster. So we'll have to see. And thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of Locked On Flames. As always, I am Jess Belmosto, and you can follow me on Twitter. At Jess Belmosto, we have so much more planned for you this week. We're going to talk some more hockey, finalizing a roster, and who stays and who goes. And, of course, have some guests on as well. So thank you all, and I will catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye.